Welcome back to the second episode of Why Dawson. Today we're interviewing Beth Shepard. I'm Paige. Oh, and I'm Sava. <laughs> uh, so our first question, very general, but why Dawson? <laughs> you want to start? Yours is the easiest. Because I was born here. <laughs> oh, good one. <laughs> yeah. um, but that's not the only reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a choice to come back here. And I think I'm still figuring out why, but definitely uh, it feels easy to do things. Um, it feels easy to get stuff done, and it feels in a, in a lot of ways that I think uh, I wasn't experiencing in other places. So that was a big draw. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I came to Dawson originally with... Uh, an ex-lover and had no idea what to expect we had just been living apart for uh, uh, for like the duration of most of our relationship and so then we decided to meet up here and that relationship ended pretty quickly but I loved Dawson and then wanted to stick around I was finishing up school um, and decided to attend Sova because I had always I wished I had, I had gone to art school originally um, and then when I did, I just, just loved it. Like, yeah, like what you said, like projects are easy to imagine, massive projects, small projects. Uh, there's so many opportunities to, um, to get things done. Um, like there's some things that are really annoying about living here, like finding a place to live, like actually living here is hard, but like the amount of room that you have to come up with, like, yeah, especially around art up with projects or like um, really just like kind of experiment uh, is is not like any other place that I've lived. And it's so easy to get to, to know the community mm-hmm. and be involved in the community, which then also helps in those ways as well. So Yeah, yeah and I think because it doesn't like it's not nothing like Auburn was saying, it's like a small project, a big project, and nothing's really attached to like a letter of invitation. Like, it's like, you're not, you don't ever have to wait around for, like, the time to be, I mean, with, of course, there are odd examples of, like, yeah, if you had, but for the most part, it's kind of, like, you're you're making it up as you go along, which mm-hmm. is, yeah, very unique. Mm-hmm. And, and people are stoked. Yeah. Like, it's nice to be like, oh, I've got, like, Aubin used to do this, um, League of Lady Wrestlers that went from being like something done in like a backyard to being this like nationally extremely well-known like established (laughs) performance like feminist performance event uh and like probably that never would have happened if you didn't start it here no I would I mean we tried it in when it expanded tried it in Toronto I tried doing the same thing that we had done here so easily and it was Oh, much harder and yeah. different and the politics changed and I mean for 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 better or for worse and mostly for better but like um, yeah yeah I mean that's a good example something happening here and what it's like to bring it to not here <laughs> outside world yeah okay well you all of you kind of touched on this but um, what made you take a plane ticket out of this town or to this town and what brought you back 
Sorry, you would like me to start? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I was living in Vancouver, and my friend had been coming up here for a couple of years uh, to work in the summer, and she convinced me to come. And I was not interested, really, in the Yukon at all. But she uh, convinced me to come, and I hated it my first summer. I was like, I mean, I had fun, but I hated it, or I was just, like, overwhelmed by it, and I left thinking, like, oh, I'm never going to go there again. And then the next summer rolled around, and I really wasn't happy in Vancouver, so I was like, oh, I'll just go back to Yukon, and uh, then loved it, and then immediately decided to just live here. <laughs> Whoa, that's a really tough story. But also, when you came to town the first time, I didn't she drive, like she drove into C4, which is like the subdivision before the bridge, and was like, welcome to Dawson. Wasn't that to you? No. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I just remember rolling in and being like, like, what is this? Like? Yeah. like, I thought I was a city person, and I lived in cities before coming up here, and then I guess Vancouver just like ended that love for cities for me because it is it sucks as a city like it's not a fun city to live in and yeah then I, yeah I left and then came back and then was like this is the coolest place ever and then stayed and I've been here for over ten years so when I my first day in Dawson we had a cabin over like across the river in West Dawson, but it, we got here in May and, they, and drove up here from Vancouver. And uh, I had broken my foot. I have an uncle that lives in Marsh Lake. Uh, and so, okay, so we're driving from Vancouver. The road washed off out between here, between Whitehorse and here. And so we had to stick around at my uncle's house in, um, in Marsh Lake. And my uncle was like, what are you doing lazing around? You can't just, you can't just like spend your days like waiting. I'm going to teach you how to dirt bike. And then like, he like put me on a dirt bike and I was like, like, thumbs up, ready to go. And then I was like, what do I do now? And he just like moved his wrist and was like, just like rev the gas. And I was like, got it. And then just went, bah! And broke my foot. And then finally we got up to Dawson and it was in May. And so the the ice bridge, like, or the ferry wasn't even in, so we couldn't get to the spot. My friend Caitlin was working at Sourdough Joe's and was living in that, like, really dumpy house, like, staff of home, so dark. So we shared, we all shared a mattress on the floor. Uh, and I had this air cast on limping around and then applied to work at the pool and then got the job, but was like, I can't really save anyone. <laughs> broken foot. And then got to the West Austin cabin, and it's like a 20-minute walk uphill. I had this stinky, gross cat <laughs> just, like, lugging around everywhere. That sounds really fun. Yeah. And my first meal here was at Sourdough Joe's. Mm. Pea soup. Disgusting. Because <laughs> oh it says, like, world-famous pea soup or something. I thought it was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so... That's on the like never, <laughs> never ate pea soup there ever again. <laughs> each their own, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and the housing thing has always been an issue, too. Yeah. Like, I lived in a place, my first two summers, I lived in a place with, like, five other girls, a two-bedroom place with five other girls, and a one-eyed drug dealer. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, um, there's, like, three of us to a mattress, too. That's fun. <laughs> um, can you say the question again, or do you want to go to the next one? No, we can. We have time for you. <laughs> I guess what made you take a plane ticket out of here, right. and what brought you back? Yeah. Oh, right. That's the question. Oh, yeah, right. 
Yeah, I think like it's, I think it's pretty, um, I can't say it's important for everyone, but it's always important to like leave the place that you're from. Mm -hmm. um, I had like been doing it pretty pr progressively. Like I did my high school and stuff in Whitehorse and um, da da da. But so like leaving, but I, I always like stayed very close to Dawson. And because of the whole summer thing, like yeah, coming up to work and da da da. So I would come back here in the summers throughout my university and then leaving and living in Germany for those years and then coming yeah the decision to come back just like for me just felt like well I was just sick of having to go to visa appointments and pay a bunch of money and just be like there was this which like maybe isn't necessarily much different here but like you're working all of these like random jobs just to make enough money to pay your rent and pay for your studio so much so that you don't have enough time to ever go to your studio or you are like riding these super great highs where you're just like living off of rice and beans and you can you can barely afford to get by but you're like making work but then it's like just felt so precarious and um and I just got tired <laughs> And then there was like things going on here. Like I, I think um, I definitely wouldn't have made the decision if like, yeah, you guys hadn't been running this art school. Like it felt like there was like a kind of a, a shift, like things were being handed over. And people mm -hmm. talk about it here and like kind of can sometimes be an annoying way where it's like, take, take, you know, like we built the foundation and now run with it. And you're just like, oh God, but at the same time, it kind of it is starting to happen where um, there's new energy. There's like a new energy happening that felt like if I was going to do it, it felt like an exciting time to do it, at least for a time. <laughs> Thank God you stayed. <laughs> I mean it. <laughs> uh, so our next question is, how long have you lived here? Or, you know, for Death Shepherd number two, how long <laughs> were you away? <laughs> I started coming up here in 2009, and then graduated from SOFA in 2011, and then started League of Lady Wrestlers in 2013, uh, but also moved to Toronto, so then was moving, moving like coming back to Dawson in the summers, kind of, mm -hmm. and then moved back for this job in 2018. If this yeah. lives on the internet, it's currently 2021. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Presently. Yeah. So about, like, I've been coming up, I've had some relationship to this place since 2009, for a decade. And me, 2008. Yeah, and I feel like I, I've lived here, back, back here for two years. Yeah. About, like... Uh, and you left when? Just, um... Robin, what did you just pull out of your cup? <laughs> Cucumber water. <laughs> Full mini cucumber. Um, I I hadn't been back here for more than um, like two or three months in a summer since I was th twelve years old. Right. Yeah. So this was my first like winter. Yeah. Um, which was. We went through it together. It yeah. was horrible. It was yeah. amazing. But kind of fast. Like, it was yeah. horrible, but now we're on the other end. That's 
much. Okay, explains why you were complaining about the winter so much. I was like, oh, God. Why is, I was like, why is someone from here complaining about the winter when we're just trying to get by? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it was like it was like my first one. I know, and kept being like, why you're from here? And it's like, yeah, I didn't I'm get also it. An idiot. Like it's cold <laughs> outside. No, but I mean, at first I didn't yeah. get it. I was like, what do you mean you don't know what you should do with your car? Like, how do you not? No, I was then, twelve years old, but I didn't realize. Yeah, I mean, I had to learn. I, I didn't realize. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you didn't have your own car when you were twelve. No, nope. anyway, um, what hard life. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Well, how is creating art in Dawson different than anywhere else? Dawson specifically. I think here everybody is so supportive. And it doesn't matter what you do, <laughs> for better or for worse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You always have people who are just, yeah, like super into what you're doing. Right? There's a lot of support. There is sure. so much support. Like in the city, no one gives a shit. Like, just, <laughs> I mean, the community is so supportive and like that's wonderful. And that like plays into what we were saying earlier. That like it's just so easy to do things here. Because everybody wants to help you succeed and vice versa. Yeah, I found that a little shocking because it's it's a different kind of support than the city. In the city, I found it's like a lot of art community, like, I don't know. But then the community here, it like, doesn't matter if people do art or not. They're still supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, yeah. Like, a lot different. And it's not, yeah. like, it's not like, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel, like, competitive or something. It doesn't seem like that, that same, like, expectation of, like, competing against the people that you're also, like, in a community with. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's true? Yeah. I mean, I, I also, like, we we talked a little bit about some of your questions, like, the other night, too. And I, I think, like, there's, I think there's also some, neg- like, there's some things that I totally miss. I miss going to museums and seeing work. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you're not, like course you can get exposed to tons of work in that that exists in that more like traditional art world like online and stuff but it's obviously not the same mm-hmm. um and there's lots of like other types of making that are happening here and I feel like maybe that's where like it's like it is a a pretty well-rounded minus the art with a capital a kind of thing where it's like there are no places to exhibit if you want to do that more like not, I shouldn't say no, of course, there is odd, and, you know, there, mm-hmm. there's, but it, it's a very small yeah. pool, if that's kind of the, and, yeah, so I think that, like, that is, that's something that will never really exist here, and no, nor, sh- nor should it, but it's it's something, or maybe not nor should it, but. I think it could, <clears throat> I think, like, when, like, a, something, like, a real challenge is, is, that we've, picked up on and talked about is like a lack of criticality mm-hmm. like like it's amazing to be supported and amazing to feel like you're uh like on top of your game uh but we miss out on conversations or we miss out on on kind of like showing like we're kind of in an echo chamber yes. like mm-hmm. a, a positive reinforcement <laughs> oh yeah There's uh, and and like we all want to bring we we don't want to exist there but it's kind of easy to coast on that Mm -hmm. and so one of the things that we have like that we talk about just like a sova like a role that sova could play is kind of facilitating some of that but it's a hard it's it's a hard it's hard conversations to to have when uh when people or not when people 
like even myself, like I'm not like not used to receiving critical or critical feedback. Like I just don't ask for yeah. it, um, and just assume that whatever I put out in the world is going to be accepted because it exists here. And that's not to say that people aren't capable of having those conversations, but it is missing, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or there's not like the the things that have like become naturalized that are like more attached to. I keep saying like that traditional, like talking about like you know contemporary art spaces that it's like there is critical dialogue that is naturalized already and not to say that it's always like I mean I also feel like when I would have shows before overseas people would just be like good work you know it's like Mm -hmm. still there is that element of just like camaraderie and like cheering people on that exists everywhere which is good yeah but yeah it's not quite like there it's like there's like it's caught between the the thing of like yes you want the support yes you want the community yes you want but like the question and answer period is all here is always just like what's your next project and you're just like oh like (laughs) yeah I think also like um we one thing that we collectively struggle with is uh like the funding like the infrastructure that's set up for artists in the Yukon which is like uh, which I think they're having conversations about changing, but it is like it, it is developed. Like all all of the arts grants that are available to us here are uh, supported through the government, and that means that there's like protocols and policies and like uh, like general understandings that I think are of art or what art can be. And and with this like kind of new energy coming back, especially to Dawson. Uh, with young young people coming back really to have like to start art practices and like through Jimmy's place that that's happening through here um we're all trying to push the boundaries of what we want art to be here but the like that is not at the same level as what is generally getting funded I would say or this is something that we've been picking up on or noticing or critiquing um and uh that that is like an annoying place to exist in just being like um feeling like you have to do double work to justify what your practice is or how your practices art or whatever when really it's just like you want to be making art there you know there's public subsidies for artists like like want to free that up again mm-hmm. yeah i think that's like that's been a um, a conversation that we've had a lot uh, the next question, I don't know if it's as relevant to uh, the two death jumpers that are from BC and <laughs> Yukon, um, but I know coming here from Ontario, I saw a mountain and I kind of went crazy. Um, how has um, your work changed and after being here, and has it become more incorporated to the land and the landscape in any way? <laughs> um, I was trying to I was trying to think about a a joke that has to do with like having dogs cabins snow and ravens ravens. like as long as you have those in here you're fine there's no joke there anyway (laughs) 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 Avin and I are both from Ontario actually too oh yeah but we we came up came up from through through BC yeah but um I I don't know I don't think I really cared about even thinking about land, like mm. living in Ontario. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, right. I only yeah look back and think like, oh yeah, Ontario is beautiful mm-hmm. through this lens. I, I yeah. actually really don't even know. Yeah. 
I think that land is such a like capital L land is such mm -hmm. a such a weighted topic around here. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like making yeah, I don't know that my practice like my practice has definitely been it, my practice is this place pretty much yeah, like yeah. since I've gotten here. I was just like mm -hmm. like working with the town and the community and like making these things happen. But I don't know that I would say it's land-based. I would say that I've learned a lot from conversations with Capital L land and from tr being on Tronicwichan territory and right. being co-governed by Tronicwichan. Like, I haven't, I never had those conversations when I was at home mm -hmm. or growing up. And, like, a little bit in school, for sure, but actually being in place and being taken to sites and being taken, um, to, um, yeah, like, just, like, through engagement with Tronicwichan and, like, going to Moosehide and, like, those those things kind of maybe not um, emphasis like maybe land isn't the emphasis for me, but like community and like uh, generosity and like those elements that we experience just by being in this community because of Trondikwichen. I feel like that has influenced my practice like mm -hmm. big time. I think I was the opposite. Like I think when I was first in art school, like I just used to make the cheesiest crap about mountains and stuff. Like honestly, for like a whole two years like I was just like painting the tombstone mountains what, like, really? well not like but like making like litho prints of like like just like obsessed and I remember a drawing teacher just being like you got to get this out of your system you know and like, <laughs> but like also not it's not that I was like because it's different of course if you grew up with it like you're not I wasn't like oh I meant I mean and I meant like it was like we used to go camping at the tombstones and we would like just like roast hot dogs like never leave the campground you know like my family wasn't like a big we weren't we weren't like a I don't think my life was that different from someone growing up in Ontario it's just mm -hmm. that the backdrop was like yeah. quite a bit like it's slightly you know stunning slightly <laughs> a bit more stunning but like I feel like I also kind of latched on at like it my little pea brain like latched on to this idea when I was like first in art school in in Montreal and just being like like oh like it's unique that I'm from this beautiful place and so I'm gonna like use the content of like land but I didn't really actually like feel it that was just like cool fodder for me to like my name's Amy but everyone calls me Dukat <laughs> yeah yeah I was like trying to make the like raven and the cabin right. stuff but um but then I got it to, and like yeah it took some time to get over it and then I I think what I've been saying is totally, like, I also feel like I've learned so much being back here mm -hmm. like, now. Um, and, uh, yeah. But. Well, good transition to the next question. Um, you guys have all talked about this, but um, the fact that Dawson is very community driven, I mean, do you find, like, uh, your practice is then influenced by the community and, like, the good and bad in that? Totally. Yeah. I think, yeah, it'd be hard for it not to be influenced. I think now it's changing a bit. Like, our work, too, collectively, like, we're, we're thinking about this project. Like, one of the, I think one of the best portraits of Dawson, like, what life in Dawson is like, is um, Discovery Day's weekend. Oh, I thought you were going to say the bat video. <laughs> it is uh, I mean, yeah. a giant white screaming bat. Um... No, it's Discovery Day weekend when there's, uh, like, this, like, 
the Riverside Arts Festival going on. And so there's like tents, like art dem demos and like just like people making installations all over town. And there's also mud bog, which is like when you, they just like dig a pit in the North End and fill it with mud oh, and yeah. trucks drive through it <laughs> as fast as they can. And there's also like a baseball tournament. It's, it's like Discovery yeah. Day started as like, that's when the gold was discovered. Yeah. And so it was, it used to be way more just like party weekend, like people coming in. Yeah. Like, yeah celebrating that part of this place's history so in like a like, real wild westy kind of way yeah at the same time there's like someone just being like i'd installed north wind through the day and then someone's like <laughs> like driving this giant truck called the horny toad and like front street and it's like that those that clash these things that seemingly exist in opposition in this town, like meet together all the time. Yeah. It's a super fun place to make art or just like think about projects. And so I find that really inspiring. Just like, like, yes, we have a supportive community and like you would be so surprised at actually who is your, it, like within your network of support. And so like thinking about beyond just people who are comfortable with art and language and talk or like the language of art and talking about those ideas like making projects that extend beyond this like kind of safe community um and it's always surprising it's always really fun mm -hmm. yeah like and you want to do stuff like yeah. in it I mean I always think like I never ever used to do stuff like that was more community I wouldn't call it social practice at all but just like um this past summer for the Arts Fest Discovery Days thing, like I did like a takeover of the newspaper where like a bunch of local artists and writers and stuff like contributed writing or images and stuff. And that like is the kind of, yeah, I don't know. Like again, that's that thing of like how easy something can happen, but you're also like you want to do that because then you want, that's going to be in like such a wide community, like such a, I don't know, like the homes that it's going to like enter into and people are, open to mm -hmm. it yeah it's cool to be able to like email the newspaper and say like hey i have this idea for a project and they're like cool yeah great. yeah done yeah. just or get it in by this date or whatever or yeah. talk to someone at a hockey game and paint the zamboni yes yeah. <laughs> yeah like it, seriously it's so easy yeah uh the next question is one i've been dying to know is how did you three meet and how did this collective form well, <laughs> we met at a cult. <laughs> I knew it. A cult I was running at the time. Yeah. Uh, a cult that we were running. I think it's weird because it's not like like we all knew each other for like Ange used to work with my mom for years, um, but like it wasn't until two summers, three summers ago. We're almost in summer now that we like. Holy shit. But like three summers ago. But it was like I feel like. Yeah it became very obvious very quickly that we were like, yeah, this is, like, I don't know, because it's like, and also, you know when you meet someone and you're, like, curious and also intimidated of them, mm -hmm. but that's, like, a sign that you're gonna be good friends, because mm -hmm. you're just like, this person is cool, and it may make me nervous. <laughs> yeah, definitely you. <laughs> and then it just, like, you just don't, we just don't sit around and, I mean, of course, we also sit around and talk a lot of crap and don't do anything a lot We're of the time. We're very smart. We only talk about <laughs> smart things. No, but, like, it's like, what, 
every time, like the bat video is such a good example because it was just like, Aubin was like, I have this and it's like, I just unquestioningly, which is, I guess, criticality we were talking about earlier, yeah. but like, I'm like, yes. I believe in this and I want to be a part of it. And like, so we don't always come at things working together, like always meeting perfectly in the middle. It's like one person takes the, has the idea or makes the contact or just has like develops the sort of general project and then the rest, the other two kind of support or mm -hmm. like fill in. The but this project didn't start as, uh, no, as like a film collective. No, I was it, sitting in Peggy's talking to you while you were working and yeah. then we came up with the name Death Shepherd. I was like, yeah. oh, let's do like, oh no, because we're going to be a Monster Rock fan. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it but started. But that was oh like the God. friendship. The yeah. Monster Rock was like, we didn't ever yeah, I do took it, guitar lessons to learn how to show <laughs> yeah. Our friendship was the Monster Rock band. We wanted to start to like form like a Nordic kind of guar. Oh my god, I'm waiting for that. Yeah. It's still it's still because none of us really have the musical gift. Well, we say, um, and, yeah. Okay, but I want to a bit more runaway Spanish guitar. Style. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just want to note that Alvin and I met at Sova right, in twenty ten. Yeah. Uh, or no, we met before Sova, but then we became friends yeah. during Sova. And we collaborated here. Remember the mashup? It was like a picture of me holding the uh, bowl of mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that mashup. winter was really fun. And, and you, came, cool. you came to Sova from Kayak right when Aubin started as well, right? Or yeah. had Aubin been here for a while? Yeah, and, that, yeah and then I worked at, after Sova, I worked at Kayak for six years. Or not right before after Sova. Sova. No, after like after, oh, after I went graduating, to Sova. So, yeah. And then, yeah, I left and then came back, whatever. And then Aubin got the job here in 2018, and I left Kayak and got the job here. We're destined, is what I'm saying. We're yeah. destined yeah. to Definitely. get together. <laughs> and then Amy uh, jumped in. Amy and I met in Montreal when yeah. we were both at Concordia. We've been at the People's Potato! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a long time ago. But crazy. didn't we, yeah. But we weren't really she friends. was very cool and hard to massage. Oh. I was really cool. Enough <laughs> enough <to approach laughs> yeah, so really cool. <laughs> They're really not that cool. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, leads us into um, Death Shepherd and why it's secretive. But for why? <laughs> I feel like that's an Ange edition. <laughs> really? Yeah, you're so secret about everything. <laughs> Am I secretive? Did I? Can I answer that question with a question? <laughs> <laughs> Can I answer this question anonymously? Um, I don't think that I made the decision to be more anonymous, did I? I don't think anyone did. I think we did the first video that we did together in the 48 hour, and people were like, ooh, who's Death Shepherd? And we were just like, oh, okay, right. But I think we it's like we all make independent work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, and like there's, it seems like there's a kind of ongoing intent to keep working together on projects, but not only that. Yeah. And so it felt like we needed a name. Mm -hmm. And that, uh, that's just, but also I think the secrecy actually came from, uh, no, from, uh, conceptualizing a monster rock performance. Yeah, right. That's true. With 
huge tits. <laughs> <laughs> we had mother's milk. Mother's milk song. and no one knowing who we were. Right. Like, just, like, showing up on stage at, like... Even yeah, though uh, doing this in Dawson, yeah. they'd be like, who are the only people who would do this? Yeah. Yeah. Or who aren't in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then they'd be like, no will know because our costumes will be so, so amazing. amazing. Well, because Ange also used yeah. to be a special effects makeup yeah. artist. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it was like... we. Yeah, that's <laughs> we, where I came. But we d- couldn't get off the ground because yeah. none of us could well, play an instrument. Uh, yeah, all, <laughs> whatever. We, well, it'll yeah. happen when it can happen. We even have we have names. Yeah, I'm to- no, I'm Toad. A mantis. <laughs> Angelo. Angelo. Death. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the best, the best fucking name. Angelo of Death. How did oh. you forget that? That's good. Um. Yeah. So the I think that it just makes sense to not have our names not like attached to it mm-hmm. I just don't like it doesn't need to be our names I think that would change the vibe of yeah it, it would just change the whole vibe mm-hmm. and then you can like because some of the stuff that we've been doing like we did a music video for ex sober grad John from Dawson and that's more like and we're talking about doing a music video for another musician sometime soonish and like that stuff is more it's not like it's more linked to like a Yeah, it would be weird if at the end of that music video I was like, like a music video by Ange oh, and an Ange. Yeah, and also like I don't necessarily <laughs> want hearts. that yeah. stuff atta- like not it, that, that doesn't have anything to do with the other yeah. stuff, but I yeah. still want to do that stuff, but I also Yeah, still, yeah, no, I think right. it makes it easier somehow or like it just makes more sense to have it as a name that represents all of us. Do you know what death stands for? No, no. we don't. Oh god, I like that it's an acronym. Destroy too. Earth and then hello. Oh. <laughs> <That's> hello. <funny. laughs> and then, hello. 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 <laughs> yep. Um, even with your original concept for the name, it seems pretty performance. And your work kind of seems pretty performance, but would you describe it as that? Or is it just these ideas that kind of formulate and take form in any way? That's a good question. Well, we're both performance. Yeah. Right. And performs every day. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> performance is my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't do performance. Say it's like performance and coordination. Yeah. Right. And organization. Yeah. Because like the first one that we did, everything is fine, was we like just like you never know the amount of work that we put into it, but it, we wanted to do it in like. One take, walking down a street with cars turning on by themselves, and each car was playing this, like, spooky song. So we got CFYT to play the song that Amy had recorded on a loop over and over and over again, but the one condition of playing it was that we had to say, like, this is a recording for an art project or something. And so we had to time it with this, like, loop, knowing that was coming up, and we were, like baby we're still like amateur filmmakers so like we we didn't have the timing down or anything and it was also so unnecessary like it's one of those (laughs) things where like we could have just done the sound afterward but it was like important yeah it didn't it doesn't come through at all in the film yeah but these like the yeah the same song was playing for hours and then uh yeah and then it was like blasting on these cars and people were hiding in the cars turning them on as (laughs) they were walking down it was pretty fun yeah Yeah. it was really fun yeah but then uh but yeah it doesn't and then the radio station got this call left on the answering machine from some from this woman who was like, 
you do realize that you've been playing the same yeah. song same <laughs> goddamn song for an you hour. You do realize that there are people that listen to your radio station. I forgot about that. <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? Um, it was about your work being performance, oh, or yeah, if right. it's just you know, it just takes form. However, maybe not yeah. necessarily. Yeah, I think like the performance angle because there's definitely an element of that, like even. The, with chore data like it's like there's character that is like performed or but I don't know if there's like it I think it just like responds to what the heck we feel like doing yeah yeah okay well that brings us to our last question which is the same as the first question why Dawson <laughs> oh. get me out of here <laughs> <laughs> Because my mom lives here. <laughs> I think that there is, uh, there is just so like, it's so the energy here right now is really exciting. Like having people with studio spaces, like uh, like working at Sova, like that that changes the way that I interact with this town for sure. And just seeing like what potential there is for art to bridge community and for us actually to try and change some of the things that we find frustrating. Mm -hmm. uh, and it seems like we're working in a microcosm, but I think it has like bigger implications. And, you know, there's exciting other things happening, like aligning arts with uh, politics and like, yeah, w what happens, it seems, yeah, it seems really small scale, but it's, uh, but it feels important to, to be here at this time. Yeah, I think we're really fortunate to live here. And anytime I feel like, oh, I need a break or I want to, you know, I don't know, like leave for a while and I imagine like living in a city again, it's um, it's kind of overwhelming. Like, but you have done that. Actually, I have done that and it's great. <laughs> but then by the end, I actually am very, very excited to come back. Like the closeness, I think like geographically, like the physical closeness, like how small this town is is so like my studio is a minute walk from my house and my job is like a minute walk from my house and the grocery store is like you know like everything's oh, yeah. right there and to see your friends you don't have to travel for an hour you don't have to travel for an hour on the subway or whatever to get anywhere like we're so close and I think that makes a huge difference in your quality of life and so mm -hmm. that that is amazing like that just that one thing is amazing so we have so much access to each other and I want to hang out with everyone I know all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's crazy. It is weird. It's like, yeah. when is it going to flip? And when are we going to decide that we hate each other? Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait, we never will. But then the other thing, like you said about, like, it feels like, I think it is an immensely frustrating time to be alive. And I think that, like, you guys probably feel that a lot. And, like, younger generations probably feel that even more. And I, I know that older generations also had their own, like, struggles to get through and stuff. But... It's like, it's no joke that, like, everything is effed and there's not much, like, opportunity the way things are right now. Or, like, not nothing really seems that po possible. And I think it is super, like, refreshing to be somewhere where, like, you could actually... It might not be, like, solving climate change or it might not be, like, smashing the patriarchy, but it might be, like, little tiny bits towards that. And that is, like, just in terms of, like, overall well-being of like existing mm -hmm. to actually feel like you're a part of something or capable of making like a slight change or or like 
you have more time in a day to read because you don't, it only takes you five minutes to get between your, do all your errands. It's like, those are so important. Mm -hmm. Totally. We have time for so much, so many other things, volunteering and and all that stuff too. Yeah. And it's just like, it's like, I feel like being here is like, in a way, taking it easier on yourself, but like as a statement. And it doesn't mean, like, I mean, I still feel, I'm, like, baffled by how busy it's felt this winter. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. so busy. Um, like, busier than most other places I've been, but, like, it's just, like, um, it's stuff that you want to be doing. And, like, yeah. For the most part. <laughs> Is there any way you'd want to plug yourselves on the radio? Do sing mother's milk. <laughs> what about all saying Death Shepherd in the bat voice? Or no, you doing shh. <laughs> 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 it comes across on the radio though. Why not? The screaming? No, yeah. what about just doing Death Shepherd? Ooh, that's great. Ooh, okay. Okay. I'll just get there for a second. I got it. <laughs> mother's milk. <laughs> I'm Saba. <laughs> and I'm Paige. And that was Death Shepherd. Yeah, it was.